going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. An interesting conference is coming to Calgary tomorrow and Saturday as researchers will be highlighting the work being done to figure out what makes multiple sclerosis tick. One of the speakers will be Dr. Jiwon Oh. She's a Toronto-based neurologist and scientist and is considered one of the country's leading researchers. Dr. Oh, thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. Happy to be a part of this. What is sort of the state of the science around MS research right now? How are we developing as, as things roll along? Um, Well, it's actually a very exciting time um, in the field of MS. Um, um, Canada, as you know, is uh, a region that has um, a really high prevalence of people living with MS. And as a result, we um, devote a lot of effort and resources into um, developing the science of MS. And so um, in the last few years, it's been very exciting. I am a neurologist and I uh, treat people living with MS. We actually have had um, nearly a doubling of the number of treatments that we have available for relapsing remitting MS. Um, So that's been very exciting from both um, a patient care as well as scientific perspective. And there's um, a lot of interesting research going on um, trying to understand um, progressive MS, which is a type of MS that we don't have many treatments um, for as of yet. But uh, based on a lot of advanced imaging research as well as research in labs, we're really making a lot of progress and we're going to be focusing on the progress that's been made, particularly um, by Canadian groups um, in this area at this MS Connect conference. It's interesting. I was speaking with a young young man uh, from Calgary who has had MS since he was 12, and he's now 20. And one of the things that he was saying was the difficulty, it seems, is that every patient seems to be different because you've, it, it all has to do with the nerves and, and that kind of thing. How difficult is it to kind of research this when it is almost so individual? Uh, well, I mean, I think you're re- really highlighting a big challenge that we have in clinical practice, um, Joe, and that's uh, the fact that um, although we know a lot about MS, um, it's actually very difficult when you have an individual patient um, sitting in front of you to predict exactly how that person will do. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is difficult because we have a number of different treatments, and obviously if it's somebody that you're very worried about, you want to start this person on a treatment that you think um, may be suitable for their level of disease. And so, again, this is where the science um, plays a big role and um, many different um, people in the field are trying to develop either MRI measures or um, lab measures that can help us to better optimize treatment for individual patients. And, and I suppose a lot of it, too, has to do with when they are diagnosed with MS. If you're younger, sometimes you can adjust to it a little differently than you do when you're older, say. That's right. Um, And age does play a role in many different aspects of MS. And it's an incredibly complicated disease in the end. Um, So I think the more effort that we pour into really understanding the mechanisms that underlie the disease will help us to develop better treatment. What do you see as sort of the next big step in MS research? Um, Well, I think it's um, trying to find a better way um, to help people living with progressive MS. 
Um, so earlier I talked about all of the treatments that we have and, um, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible, but most of these treatments are directed at people who live with relapsing remitting MS, which is the most common type of MS. But people living with progressive MS are those that have usually the greatest amount of disability. Um, and these are the people that we really need to um, find a way to help. And so I think the next few years, we're going to see a lot of progress in that field. And um, there's even a Canadian-wide effort to try to better understand uh, progressive MS that um, is going to be starting early next year. And I'm actually one of, I'm leading that effort and a number of large Canadian sites are going to be part of this huge study. So we hope that by joining forces, we'll be able to um, make a contribution to the field that will help us to um, better the lives of people living with progressive MS. I understand as well, there's uh, a new development in terms of technology. There's a new app that you guys are able to uh, utilize. That's right. Um, this is actually an app called uh, the Floodlight app, and it's available um, uh, to download um, for anybody who's interested, and particularly for people living with MS. Um, and this is an app that is very unique because it's going to be collecting um, information from individual patients. Um, it's going to be monitoring how much people move. Um, and it's going to be collecting information on interesting um, tests that will monitor people's levels of fatigue, um, their uh, mental capacities, and all of these different things that we don't um, understand in great detail. So it's a real opportunity for uh, patients to get involved to be able to contribute to the science of understanding um, MS. Do you find, uh, have you found so far that, that patients are, are pretty willing and able to, uh, to take part in this? Uh, yes. I mean, it's uh, still early days because this um, floodlight open study just launched in Canada. Okay. But it's a very easy to use app and it allows patients to, you know, um, take these little tests every day. And so it kind of gives them feedback as well. So um, it keeps them engaged and involved. And I think many people are excited about the prospect of being able to um, do their part to contribute to um, the science of trying to understand MS better. And, and it gives that real individualized response as well, which is something, as we were talking about before, that is sort of the, the need at the end of the day is to be able to, to narrow down what it is for each individual patient. That's right. And that's what, you know, some an, an app like this, which is really novel because it's aiming to collect a huge amount of data on MS patients, um, can over time... Um, possibly help us to develop better ways to um, assess patients from a clinical standpoint, which, and in the end, the goal of all of these efforts is really to try to find a way to monitor patients better and to predict exactly how they'll do, which will allow neurologists to um, treat each individual patient in the optimal way that they should be treated. And a big part of it, too, is awareness. I mean, there's, I, I believe the number was one in 385 Canadians have MS. And so to be able to to shed some more light on this is, is no small feat all in its own. That's correct. And um, we're trying to spread the word about this app because, uh, again, it's a very novel way that uh, we may be able to... Um, you know, gain a little bit more insight into um, specific as clinical aspects of MS that we don't necessarily able, that we are not necessarily able to um, assess in clinical visits. Dr. G1O, thank you so much for your time and insight and uh, looking forward to hearing what you have to say uh, during the conference here in Calgary this weekend. Sounds great.
Thank you.